2: Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information.
0: Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail.
1: Yeah, makes... It's a weapon of pride right there. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I don't know, maybe ladies. Not sure. And ladies. Yeah. I am. I'm getting all sorts of people that saw the Top Gun this weekend, and all of them. Uh, one guy was in the Navy, and he goes, it's uh, it's still pretty gay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. But uh, so's the, like, that's the reputation the Navy has, too, is you guys take your shirts off a lot and you hang out together. I mean, you're on a boat long periods of time. I'm not saying the Navy's gay. I'm saying that's the rep. I didn't start it. Don't blame me. Get mad at the guy who started it. Top Gun, super-duper gay movie. Super-duper gay. Gay propaganda, really. It's just a look how awesome it is to be gay. is the way I see Top Gun. And then uh, this one, not so much. But the reviews are in. And everybody's like, it's... And the thing that I like about that, because I was... I, look, you heard me talking about I guarantee this is going to be identity politics in the end. Uh, the girl's going to be the hero. They're going to start the franchise, Top Gun. Like That's all this was, was a test to see, are they still interested? I think they might be. Top Gun 10. And, oh, yeah, there's it's going to be the Fast and Furious with planes now. Yeah, Tom Cruise is just... Basically kicked it off and said, go get them. And Top Gun. There's no way they don't make another one based on... Miles Teller is the new guy. I didn't see the movie, but maybe he dies. I don't know. It's Goose's kid. You yeah. can't kill the whole family. But, uh, yeah, so it's going to be Top Gun this, Top Gun that. Top Gun Phoenix. They'll have the girl one. But I'm proud that uh, and happy that they went down the old-fashioned, you know, badass, toxic masculinity, not about, you know, diversity or being correct. They just did a, a kick-ass action movie. And you know what? We responded and said, we like this. We basically turned and said, I'm done with all the Moanas of the world. I can't, I can't take it anymore. Girl power bores me. I'm not interested in She-Hulk. Uh, if it's not a Marvel movie, uh, we want it to be uh, awesome uh, cowboy stuff with dude kicking ass. Black Panther was the same way. We didn't, they tried to make it identity politics. They tried to make it more about black. It was just about badasses fighting. That's essentially what we like in movies, and Top Gun evidently is that. So, good. I don't know anybody. Finally a
3: summer blockbuster.
1: Yeah, I don't know anybody in my life, and I would, would, uh, maybe there's a few people out there listening, but I can't imagine they're listening to this. Who would leave and say, well, the female character wasn't as developed as I'd like and she needed to be more heroic. I wouldn't want to hang out with anybody that looks at a movie at the end and says, well, the the African-American characters weren't heroic enough. And was it cool or not? Because I didn't see one color up there. I just saw a bunch of cool – like gray is the best color of the movie. Oops, sorry. (laughs) Gray is the best color of the movie because it's the planes. They're the stars of the thing. But I'm, I'm. we, in turn, responded with, we'll go see this. This is awesome. We don't care who the hero is in the end. We don't walk away going, well, they sure didn't give that girl enough juice.
3: Equal representation. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. And we showed up.
1: $130 million came out of our pockets to say, we don't care. Give us something fun. Nobody goes to the movies to see if the girl wins. As evidenced by Girl Ghostbusters, The Last Charlie's Angels, uh, the She-Hulk movie's going to die on a vine. There's no way. The, the Man-Hulk is a bad movie. The Ocean's one that they did oh, with the girls. Ocean's 8. You, ocean's yeah. Age, yeah. When the chicks did it, like, nobody wants to see this. Stop glomming on to cool stuff. No, it's just for the sake of being female. They're like, well, we can do it too. I'm like, yeah, all right, WNBA, knock it off. By the way, I watched the Mercury and the Atlanta Dream play. On uh, Saturday morning. Well, your weekend sucked. It was 9 a.m. They started the game at 9 a.m. Tip off at 9 (laughs) a.m. Get it out of the way so the ladies can have a nice afternoon cooking for their man. I don't know what the hell that was. The arena in Atlanta was built for the WNBA team. Or as they like to call it, the W. We're in the dub. Uh, It's
3: a 3,500-seat arena. Nice. And it wasn't close to full. Are they, do they use the uh, storage containers? What, how'd they build it?
1: Uh, yeah, it's pretty much just a pop-up. It's uh, storage containers on the outside. But it's, uh, there's no, like, Jumbotron or anything. And a couple of the giant lesbians in the audience had free BG-42 shirts on, which is activism at its finest. They're, you're really showing those Russians down there in Atlanta with your T-shirt.
3: They're watching.
1: I saw uh, a lady with a free BG shirt uh, this weekend, too. At a restaurant, free BG. I'm like, man, you spent whatever nine bucks for that. that's pretty good. That's I'm, I'm sure the Russians are going to let her go now because you, you're really, man, you're act- That's as that's as good as putting a flag of something on your Facebook page to let people know you're in. You're getting it done. You're really you're an active. Pr- you care. I see. Free BG. Well, I mean, how could they argue with that? But yeah, it was proceeds a, go to free BG. It was a drubbing. The uh, halftime score was fifty-two to twenty-three. Uh, Diana Taurasi, the goat, <laughs> two points. She almost had the elusive triple single. Brady, she had two points, one assist, one rebound. The greatest of all time had a two-one-one oh, game. She played like twenty-six she minutes. She's
3: gotten a foul and went one look for two on it, the free throw line. Just one-one-one-one-one-one. The
1: triple the triple single. It's one of the hardest I didn't statistical it was that lines close. ever. Sean Bradley once, I looked it up, Sean Bradley once had a quadruple single. He had a block shot, a rebound, an assist, and a point. Uh, nearly impossible to pull that off. That's awesome. It is. So she almost had the, the elusive triple single. She's the greatest of all time, Brady. Triple single. And she had a triple single. But missed it by one. <laughs> 2-1-1 on that line for the greatest ever. I've been getting also a lot of, I don't know if it's new or old or what, but the Australian women's soccer team. Evidently uh, challenged some guys who were giving them some guff about how they'd never beat a man's team. A 15-year-old boys team in Australia beat the Australian women's team 7 to nothing. Oh, they're ranked fifth in the world. <laughs> and the one girl was like, we're as strong, we're as competitive, we're as good as any man in the sport of soccer. And I'm like, this just has to end. It just has to stop. Because I watched that WNBA this weekend, and oh my, you are not. It is you're not coming around. And, no, it's getting worse. <laughs> it's because BG's not there anymore, and hey, that's true. They got to free that. The thing about it uh, to me is it's not sexist. It's just bad basketball. And the reason, the argument I use against that is, uh, if it was sexist, and we only supported male sports, explain the USFL. We hate bad sports. Men and women alike don't like watching. Bad sports. If the USFL was 25 years old, I guarantee you it would be better than it is currently. the The product in the field would have to advance. The WNBA is not advanced at all. It's terrible. And 25 years later, nobody wants the USFL. You'd have to you'd have to put up money every year to keep it alive, just like they do to the WNBA. Can't get enough. How much I hate that. And I had a great weekend. Watched a full WNBA game, laughing. And you know what the best part is? They're not allowed to say bad shot. They say off the mark. A girl chucked one up. I have a video of it. She uh, ran directly into someone else. I mean, it wasn't good defense. She just ran into somebody. And just top speed, just bullet train right into one of the other players. And then when she runs into her, she just takes the ball and throws it into the crowd. Like like to the right of the backboard by about seven feet and about 65 miles an hour. Just chucked it as hard as she could past the backboard. And I started laughing. And the announcer goes, a little off the mark there. And I laughed because I'm like, that's a funny joke. She did that. And then I realized that's what she says every time one of them chucks it into the side of the backboard or into the stanchion that holds the whole thing up because there were several passes to that. <laughs> Went for the Euro shot. She goes, oh, a little off the mark there. And the ball hit the side of the backboard. And like, oh, she's off the mark. I'm like, no, she's that was just a tr- – call it ugly, uh, terrible idea, bad shot. Ugly-looking shot, as Kevin Harlan likes to say in the NBA. Ugly-looking shot. <laughs> Boy, do I love that. But Not I
3: sure if that was a pass or a shot. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. Just you Call it like you see it. Don't go, oh, she's a little off the mark there. I mean, that ball would have broken someone's nose in the eighth row. She threw it so hard. Great stuff. Uh, and then an uh, awful weird sports news. The Cardinals lost a player that nobody even knew they I had. No man. Uh, Jeff Gladney is his name, and he was a— uh, TC cornerback uh, he went to he was a Texas Christian and uh was in a car accident a woman he was with died as well but he got picked up by the Cardinals this year because the Vikings cut him cuz he had a domestic violence charge that in, uh, inevitably, I guess they dropped it or he was found not guilty Yeah he's found not, uh, not found innocent yeah. basically well not guilty Brady nobody's yeah. found innocent uh but the Oh uh, true um he passed away in Dallas driving in Dallas so the Cardinals are in that funk as well but i don't know if you didn't know he was on the team like i don't i had no idea uh, who he was at first news acted like we're supposed to like he's been playing for the cardinals forever i'm like no i mean it's not a good story by any means you still got to report it but i don't even know if he's met the cardinals yet i don't even know if the players know him but it's a tough story although it was a interesting that they i don't want my eulogy to include the the not guilty charge of domestic violence. I think when you're not guilty, why does it keep getting brought up? You know? Yeah. You die in a car wreck. You've been found. Out. It's been a tough year for this kid. Now it's essentially the worst possible thing that could happen. But he got into a domestic issue with a girl, goes to court, find him not guilty. Vikings already cut him. Cardinals pick him up in March. He's like, all right, I got a new chance. And they keep bringing it up. You're not guilty. Why don't they ever say... uh some lady tried to ruin his life, <laughs> and uh, he got away with it.
3: Yeah, you're just adds to the story. They think maybe.
0: Hello, Twitter world. Oh, <laughs> I know all about that stuff, man. Uh, it's yours truly, uh, OJ. I just wanted to comment on the football player who is not guilty. I mean, you know, you go through a lot to be not guilty, and then the last thing you want to do is hear about it again. And I can I can relate to that in a certain area. I was found guilty um, in a lot of my dreams, and it just, you know, was because I did it. And then I went to jail for something else. But you got to let a guy have a break. Don't you think, Brady? Like, you've yeah, done plenty sure. of things. You don't want to be reminded of all your mistakes, and especially when you found out that those mistakes weren't even real. So uh, I agree with everybody who says let the man go and think about that next time you're looking at a guy who's not guilty, who's been found not guilty by a jury of his peers. And you start talking about things that he was not guilty of. You know what I'm saying? Like slicing someone's head Makes sense too. Like it makes sense to, You know, I nobody wants to be judged, Brady. You go out and try to have a nice lunch, and have somebody scream, "Die, murderer!" It's like I didn't do it. You know. It's a, I mean, when I cut that woman's you head off, you had your time. I am not guilty of when I cut that woman's head off. I'm not guilty of it by a jury, of my own people. And so let it be a lesson, news and everyone else, that when a football player is not guilty, I mean, I'm just saying that we're not guilty for life. That's right. It's a life sentence of not guilty. It's
1: an excellent point. I think he makes an excellent point.
3: Glad he didn't get into the uh, gun debate. There,
0: well, Brady I will do okay, you bring it up. Oh, yeah, I mean, you had to go there. Man and guns I don't mind. I mean a crazy person let me just, take it from me, Brady. A crazy person that has you know, a murder uh, rage going doesn't need a gun to do damage. I mean uh, I could have killed 16, 17 people the night I killed Nicole, um when I was not guilty of that. Uh, I, nobody knew where I was. I mean, I could have gone. home. Oh, I could have killed Cato. I could have killed Al. I could have killed tons of people. I left a a, a bloodbath all the way from uh, Rockingham down to uh, McDonald's. To you could have just plowed through a bunch of people. We went to McDonald's. Oh, man, a, I could have sliced some people up there. All like, days oh, on a rampage, but all I killed was two. I'm not guilty of it. But I, the two I did, and then I put the knife back. You know, I'm not an idiot. I flew to Chicago and threw it away in Ohio. <laughs> But it's, uh, look, you don't need a gun to hurt people, so you don't ban weapons, (laughs) I mean. Tom, uh, trust me, you can find a way around a gun law. <laughs> you slice <of> mother- <laughs> I'm just slice some mother. Uh,
1: OJ on guns. I mean, who better to ask than uh, him? Oh, the gun debate—it won't stop. And uh, Joe Biden keeps saying you can't buy a cannon with the Second Amendment. At the time, you couldn't buy a cannon. They didn't say that. It, 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 even the Washington Post is like, I wish Joe Biden would stop saying that because you could. You could own a cannon during the Second Amendment days, and stop talking about that. Stop talking like anybody knew what the hell was going on back then. You could own a slave, you could own a cannon, you could do all sorts of stuff you're not supposed to do now, and uh, I think you
2: can still own a cannon. I just don't think you can fire the cannon. I'm pretty sure that's the illegal part. Well, he was around then. You You know, maybe maybe you couldn't. (laughs) Although you know what? You're right. Maybe if anybody would know, know.
1: I was there. Come on, man! Can't fire a cannon. Owning a cannon and firing a cannon are two different things. I think if you have a cannon and you've shot it, you're either insane, or it was a terrible accident, and the next
2: words out of your mouth was, "This thing still works." Or it's one of those drunk purchases on Sunday morning. You're like, Oh <laughs> I just get- man, I got to stay off the internet. got yeah. I got a cannon. <laughs> oh, Kime, what did you do? I bought a
1: cannon. It's
2: like what's like when Fitz bought the suit of yeah. armor.
1: You, yeah, you bought a cannon, and you can own a cannon. I've seen cannons in stores and stuff, but I don't know if there's a couple
3: universities that have them that fire them sure. on you know,
1: touchdowns or right. You can have a cannon. I don't think you can fire the cannon. But it's not going to stop someone insane from firing the cannon. Oh, yeah! You can own
0: a warship.
1: I, you can't fire the missiles. I don't. Think, I. I you, know, you can't have bomb-making materials. But I think you can own like a bomb that's diffused, right?
3: Uh, like a dummy grenade I or something so. like that. I'm pretty sure you can if own. You got that. it through the.
1: But the whole. Point of and I look, gun owners hate my argument. You either ban all guns, or you shut up. I think that's it. Because again, I will. And they did say something about nine millimeter. I had this. I had this discussion with John Lovitz. He he made me go to lunch with him on Sunday. It was very fun. Uh, but uh, we were talking. He, how do you just? How do you justify having that gun? And I'm like all guns, then John, you're saying ban all guns? No, I'm not. Well, then why? Would you keep one over the other? One is like a real bad weapon. Like they're all, with bad intentions, all guns are bad.
3: Absolutely. With bad
1: intentions, all bats are bad. With bad intention, a car is bad, a fire is bad. It's the intention. I've fired an AR-15. It's one of the most fun guns I've ever shot. It's a blast. Uh, The nines that they have in the military, I was out at the base, uh, the way out in the West Valley with my buddy Danny, and we were shooting out in the desert years ago. And and the military-grade ones stink. They clog and jam up constantly. They're they're garbage, lowest bidder type thing. And all those guns were miserable. I think, you know, that wasn't as much fun as the AR-15 I shot, which was an absolute Lamborghini of sports shooting, target shooting, things like that. If I had bad intentions, suddenly that gun is awful. But the day I had it, we had a lot of fun firing downrange I was with a professional sniper the guy was good from like almost a mile out it's the most amazing thing you've ever seen is a sniper shooting something that you can't see and hitting it it's so crazy far away I mean it's like looking out this window i can't I can't even imagine he'd place that little tree right there he could center punch it way out there over across the street yeah and he'd put it on it and there's, I mean, I'm throwing. I'm, I might, I could have had a grenade and, and not gotten as close as he was putting. And I'm like, it's a skill. So this big gun. I got emails from people and this and that, and everybody's worried, and it's just going to make everybody more angry. And now they're talking about nine millimeters in Canada, and there no handguns in Canada. I'm like, oh, this summer is going to suck because everybody's going to be mad at each other. And if we just remind ourselves. That that's the design of it all, is to keep us arguing the entire time. Let us fight with each other over stuff. While well, nothing actually happens but divide the population even more, they win. They being, you know, the people who are supposedly looking out for us. So try not to argue with anybody about it. Allow the other guy's opinion. If you're against the guns completely, I get it. It makes sense to me. Don't own one. I get it. But don't ban them for everybody else because I've seen uh, I, I grew up with them. My dad is a gun; he loves them,
3: especially out of the hunting loves background. Them. And
1: yep, absolutely loves them. He has his favorites, and he has ones he doesn't like. He used to hate AR-15s, and he started to shoot with a guy who was like really good with them. Now he likes them. He doesn't use them for hunting, but he likes the you know the sport of it. And there is a sport to it. It's no different than axe throwing over here at Tempe Marketplace or wherever the hell in Scottsdale. Yeah. It's, it's, it's totally unnecessary. It does zero for your hunting skills or anything else, but it is fun. And if you can look at it from that, if you'd go axe chucking and target chucking, what is the purpose of that other than sticking an axe, and it would do some serious damage if you had bad intentions, but just you know, chucking it up against the wall and seeing how you do with a target. Bow and arrow. I have no intention of hunting with that, but it is fun to try, test yourself, to get it in the bullseye. It's Skeet fun. trap shooting it's is one of the most fun things I've ever done. Blast. And I don't know why. I, it's expensive. That's the reason I I didn't get into it is because when we were going out, my, my dad would take me out. And I didn't realize that we're, we're throwing a few hundred bucks around every time we do it because we're, you know, chucking money in the air. Yeah, but you could do
2: that at the bar, too. I mean, it's... Skeet shooting? No, no, oh. no. Throw a couple hundred <laughs> bucks on... Spend, just waste a couple hundred bucks on a weekend. Yeah, that's very true. So... Yeah, that's, that's
1: a fact. And there's plenty of places you can waste your money, trust oh, yeah. me. I, I'm great yeah, at whatever it. whatever
2: your sport is.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sino. I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you're judging me on where I throw my money. But, I mean, we, it was an expensive hobby. Oh, yeah. Like golf. You start realizing, man, golf is a pricey bitch if, you, if you're going to start doing it a lot. So I never got into the skeet shooting on a regular thing, but my dad and I did it a lot. and It was fun. We're not talking about getting rid of those guns. Well, if, if those are the only guns left out there, they're going to be the bad ones. Gun owners hate that one because I'm against it. But I'm like, you have to ban them all. If you're going to ban one, you got to ban them all because you trickle. Let's just say it works. Let's say you get rid of, uh, you know, AR-15s completely. Let's just pick another gun. I don't mind the over 21 rule. That seems reasonable. That's probably the next way they're going. Probably, but then guess what? 21ers will start shooting people. Oh, yeah. So if you're going to ban them, you got to ban them all. And that's ridiculous to say, so you can't. And keep the bad guys armed while we all give our guns up, the good people. You're going to have a hell of a fight in hands. Joe Rogan's in trouble for saying pretty much the exact same thing because he said only bad guys will have guns if they do that. And everybody's like, oh, that's ridiculous. Well, it's already against the law to murder people. It doesn't stop murderers. <laughs> I don't understand where we have to go with this, but we all have to calm down because I feel like it's the new abortion. Every time they're in trouble, they go to abortion, guns or gays, and then it gets us fighting and if they can go religion's out of the question now for some reason they 've got it broken down so much they can 't even tap into religion. they it's try, next step in the rotation they really try to get religion involved again by saying it's god 's this now people just don 't hear it like they used to, but abortion gets involved like there's eighty percent, and that 's another thing because they know how to divide us exactly that's, and, exactly, and that 's the, the purpose the purpose is to go well we 're losing them. grab the base with you know one of the the stronghold topics that. We only pull break glass in case of emergency. Topic, abortion. Ksh, that's final well, That just tells me with guns and abortion going crazy that neither party has an idea. So they're going back to the you know the tried and true, the play the hits. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Yeah, and uh, they're they're basically dragging out abortion and guns again. And we're losing our minds. And my guess is neither thing is actually going to occur. It's just a distraction for us to go bananas. That's
3: how I kind of look at it, but. It does. It's a it works. distraction.
1: It completely works. Nothing's happened in abortion at all. A memo leaked. There's marches. There's people flipping the F out. Home Depot, there was like 25 people standing outside talking about abortion at the Home Depot. Maybe there's a Planned Parenthood nearby there, but there was a, a group of people with signs with pictures of dead things. I'm like, nothing's different. You can still get it done. So, yeah, we as the population have to remember Maverick and Top Gun. This weekend, what do we want? Uh, Meaningless, stupid fun. What distracts us? Topics that have no ending, that have no real answer. Pie. They're trying to make you remember pie. All of it. Not just the the 3.14 part. All of it. The infinite amount. And you'll never get to the end, but you're standing there counting. Remember next time you're in that conversation with somebody that's just going nuts. They're just, it would be the same as going, all right, 3.1469813157. 1, You're just going to say pie until the guy leaves because it's, it's, en- it's as never ending as this topic. But if they ban guns, oh, Katie, bar the door. This is going to get bad.
3: Can't ride my tail on yeah, that, that one. right. You're not <laughs> riding my tail. Let's go see Top Gun.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lovitz and I had a nice lunch on Sunday. He brought it up, and it was a nice conversation because we're two rational adults. And, uh, you know, he thinks they should ban him. And, uh, you know, and I can hear the audience. Typical Hollywood liberal prick. Like, yeah, but he's not a prick. Should I Toledo with that one for God's sake? He's actually fun. We have a difference of opinion on that. He was respectful of mine. I was respectful of his. And the next thing you know, he was telling me a story about uh, a Chris Farley sketch that never made it anywhere called Pillow Talk. And it is the funniest (laughs) thing I've ever heard in my life. I can't explain it. Like, Lovitz was dying. He goes, I used to bring people around to Farley's dressing room to say, do pillow talk. And he would grab a pillow, and he'd start kissing. He'd go, like, what? What would you say? And he'd start kissing it some more. Like, oh, my God. What, what, what was that? Oh. And then he'd start kissing it some more. And then he's like, wait a minute, what? And then he'd headbutt it and turn it over and start humping it until he would, like, and then he would kill it. And the whole time he's screaming, don't look at me, don't look at me. And I, like when John Lovitz was doing it, it was dying. And that was why I was with him. Stories like yeah, that. You had to get those I want to checks. talk about gun control with my John Lovitz time. Yeah, and see, this is what everybody's going to do. See, you can't even talk about no. not talking about it. People are like, New York and Chicago, proof that the gun control war. Oh, wait a minute. It doesn't. The strictest gun laws are the places where there's the most trouble. I don't have an answer. Only answer I've got: more movies like Top Gun, where we're not being fed a message, we're just watching cool stuff explode. You yeah. gotta be careful, with that because we got ten Fast and Furious
2: out there now, too.
1: You know what? It makes sense to me, though. Keep the dumb—that's for the dummies, dumb people like the Fast and Furious movies. You got to keep them occupied with stupid. You get because the- that's the problem, Brett. Is those people's vote counts the same as you? I know, I know. And so if we keep them at Fast and Furious, keep them stupid. And busy. Like, they, they need to release, like, three Fast and Furious movies every election day. Keep them out of there. like it, it only, and, and it's only out that day.
3: But then if the government goes back to car speed restrictions oh, again. Oh, yeah,
1: no, no, they'll get involved. But we don't want them involved. <laughs> so if you just get stupid people to, like, the new Fast 10 is out and it's, only in th- it's, and it's not available streaming at all. It's one day only Fast and Furious m- marathon movie marathons. That's it. And then they just bury them. Uh, we need that to every year as a fast every election year as a fast and furious movie comes out on the second Tuesday of November. It's kind of a brilliant idea. Actually. It's
0: really brilliant because yeah. we got to keep the stupid go. Oh my God! today the vote day. Oh duh! I was watching the double F and I couldn't believe what I was
1: seeing. And then normal smart people will avoid that and then go to uh, vote like on real things. But dummies will vote. That's the problem. Their votes count and they'll talk to you about stuff.
3: Which is- and if you know that. And you want to get elected, you could have polling stations showing the Fast and Furious. <laughs> yes. Oh, man.
1: Well, they're, they're the ones that you got to win over. <laughs> Dumbs The the people who have the opinion of I don't know are the ones that eventually swing the election. The ones who actually take the time to answer I have no opinion in an opinion poll. They have none. They're the ones you got to watch. But, all get ready for it. More Carrie Lake commercials, more Mark Kelly commercials. It's going to start. It's summer. It's happening. It's a, a midterms. Oh, it's going to be awful. Dreadful. Karen for ex- Arizona. Yeah. 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 What was it? Karen Robson, Hobson, yeah. and yeah. then uh, Carrie Lake, and they're going to fight. They should just make those two fight. They're on the same team, for Christ's sake. can a give it, battle. They, they hate each other right now, but they're, they're fighting for the same job from the same side. And they're, you'd, you'd think they were going to gut each other. No. They agree on everything, and they're that mad. Their commercials are about how bad the other one is. They're from the same side. It's like saying, uh, ah, this is that
3: Brett Vesely. I can't stand him. And just he's on, he's on the show. That's what's funny about the presidential debates or running, the candidates. Start off with 16. They do that. Yeah. And they're. They hate, just, they hate each other. They hate each oh, other. And then, they're and on, then and it's united.
1: Well, you're on my team, so I've got to vote for you. They spend the whole time just tearing that person. You know, i was down. just
3: kidding about yeah. the you know you humping kids yeah. and stuff. This <laughs> guy's an idiot.
1: I would never vote for him. They vote for me, and then they say no, and then the idiot wins, and then they're on the same team. Yeah, wasn't it? Kamala Harris was the one telling Joe Biden he's racist and stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're they're like hand hand. Yeah, Podna. Anyway, back to more public sex and Top Gun style movies. Yeah, homoeroticism in the theater. That's what we're craving, clearly, Uh, to the tune of a couple hundred million in three days. Uh, I got an email from a girl named, oh, this is a tough last name, Ashley Kuhnha. Oh, geez, it's doubly tough. (laughs) She says, public sex is awesome to me, Holmberg. You're one of six black women followers. Oh, man, was (laughs) elementary school hell for you. Oh, man. Sorry about that, Ashley. Hopefully you married into that. Your parents should have changed that last name.
3: Not sure about that. Why don't you keep your maiden name, honey?
1: I don't think you should be uh, a member of my family. Why? I don't even want to say my name to you. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. And it's so close to a curse, too. (laughs) Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, just to wreck a good weekend, I got to walk back in all this terrible news and the first- garbage. Garbage. I like to look at Dua Lipa pictures, and uh, this one says uh, the Fast and Furious idea leaves the election in the hands of women, as if we're not effed enough, man. <laughs> all right, we need like a, a dumb woman movie thing too. You're right. It's uh, women aren't dumb enough to go see Fast and Furious. So
2: would it be 53
1: shades of uh, gray or what? <laughs> yeah, add a couple Up shades. It, add yeah. a couple <laughs> more shades of gray. There you go. There you go. And, uh, well, yeah, that's true. I got a hand. If there's ever been proof that women are smarter than men, it's the Fast and Furious series. Because women won't watch it. I mean, you could be real dumb to watch that as a woman not many really yeah. it is a yeah. small percentage of the audience of women that like that very small that like that will go to all nine cuz
3: of dream Boats, paul walker and maybe the well the the
1: first one vin yeah. D- how, how would he get dream boat status the dude looks like a giant like he looks like a shaved something i can't like i can't tell if it's a bigfoot or like what it like an animal that doesn't have its hair anymore he's just dopey looking but, yeah, that's not for women. Women don't. We need a woman. Dumb woman movie. Like maybe the Hallmark Channel is. Like you can meet the stars. Well, you send Jennifer Love Hewitt and,
3: like, uh, I don't know who
1: else is on the Hallmark. That's the only one I know. You could
3: run uh, Bridgerton's all the time. Oh, there you go.
1: The cast of Bridgerton, uh, Q&A, live on a screen. and then But it's only, that's a good idea. You can ask them anything. And they'll sit up there for 18 hours. You know, from morning, noon, and night, they just have to answer questions from desperate women. No voting. The same three questions over yeah. and over.
0: Will you take your shirt off? Will you please take your shirt off?
1: <laughs> Most certainly, ma'am. And then... Yeah. Ah! Bean. I forgot to do something. Three beans. I forgot to do some. Oh, God, I didn't vote. Thank God. Makes a good point. But yeah, I just... Uh, I don't want to deal with this. I wanted to have a fun weekend watching people have sex on a... Public pool. It's great. It's like when you drive by a, a house with the windows open. You're not looking in there to see them eat dinner. You, if you take a walk or something in your neighborhood and somebody's front window is wide open, you're only hoping something terrible's going on inside. Nobody ever yeah, goes you're by. To see some cans walk yeah, by. Or like, a, like the wife has her. I was in Chicago at a hotel once in a high rise, and next door was an apartment building. And this is gross, but I couldn't get enough of it. This uh, old couple had all their windows open. It was like three, like the living room window and then bricks (laughs) and then their bedroom window and then bricks and then like a kitchen. And the old lady uh, went in there with a window wide open, and I'm directly across from her, just takes her clothes off. Huge, untouched 1920s forest bush. A massive (laughs) belly button to knee. It was forever bush. She goes in there and just drops them. Bra comes off, and she's standing around, and then she starts doing, like, calisthenics for a second. Old man comes in. He's got his socks on those weird sock holder uppers. You know, the, what do they call that? Like a sock girdle or girder, garter. What do they call that? It's yeah, got I think stirrups, it's a garter. But yeah. it goes all the way. Like, he wore something yeah, around he his had he had hold the socks up. up. And yeah, yeah. holds yeah. his socks all the way up to his knees, and he had just that on. I didn't even know the underwear comes off of that. He drops his pants, and just that's on. And he's standing in there, and I'm staring at it for, like, 25 minutes. I'm watching old people in different stages of undress. this <laughs> was great. And they'd go to bed at like 8 o'clock, and then their light would come on, and it would catch my eye, the corner of my eye. And I'm sitting there staring at and then I realized, hey, my window's wide open
3: too. They could be doing the same <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> we used to spy on each other in high school. Our buddies, like, you know you're going out, so-and-so's going out with his sure. girlfriend. We'd do a house check at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, Busted numerous times.
1: But that's different. You're actually going with the intention. I'm saying you just get surprised by an open window when you're walking through and you
3: never look in there for...
1: You always check it out in the hotel if you're across from another building. yeah. Who's doing what to who? Getting on the good foot. You don't want to see people just being people. That's normal. You want to watch them humping. It's weird, but you do. Anyway, what are you going to do? And then you got to come back to work and read and see that everybody's mad at each other and the news is all hate and... I just want Top Gun and public sex. That's all we're after. Makes for a great weekend. That's really, it. The simplicity. You just boil it back down to the three chords. It's all I really want a good night's sleep, something I'm not supposed to see, at least for five, 10 minutes a day. Makes me laugh. And then, uh, you know, a good explosion movie.
2: That's about it.
1: Gun control, abortion. It eats up too much of our time. You know, it would be great if we all just said we don't care. Like the gun, we need to do a gun thing. I don't. We'll do whatever you want. And it, like, just shock, shock the politicians. It was like, ninety-seven <laughs> percent of people polled so they really don't give a f- about any of this at all. Go ahead, take them. Yeah, we're done here. That's what they're hoping for. Them. Yeah, I watched a Dr. Phil, and I can tell you what the problem is in society. Uh, child psychiatrists. Uh, they had this kid. On Doctor Phil yesterday, who's like five, cussing up a storm, calling his mom the c word and all oh. that stuff. And they, oh yeah, and you say it. You don't have kids. But that's oh, a smack in the you. face, right? Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't I nice. Know. Harvey had a mental disability. Right. This kid was just and he and he's like, "I'm gonna bloody your nose," to his mom, and she's like, "Ah!" Runs over and takes a swing at her, and he's like, punched her, and like waits for her to go to sleep and hits her with books and just mean. So they call in these child psychiatrists, and this kid is. Horrible! Pulling the curtains off the wall, screaming, taking swings. In, and they're like, okay, what you need to do is take a breath. I'm real proud of you for the way you're breathing. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. The problem with society is not enough kids are getting pinned up against the wall by their throats saying, I dare you to take another swing at It's bad behavior. Yeah, I Stop. Dare, you pull the curtains off the wall. I, I dare you to tell me one more thing before this ends. I'll make another one of you. Uh, you're t- and, and the kid, they did a really safe restraint. Where two. Pe- it's a two-person move where one arm goes under and the other, and you just hold them, and you lightly hold them. And you know what he did while they were holding them? He peeled off her press-on nails down to the blood. Down to the He's cuticles. Popping already, her, yeah. popping Whoa. her nails off. And she's like, and it didn't hurt, so it was okay. And I'm like, it was not okay. You're making this kid horrible. Because he's never going to face repercussions. And they're like, all right, now that you've calmed down, I want to tell you, I'm proud that you came down from that crazy space. I'm real proud of you for getting where you are right now. And he's like, okay. Because he was tired. Because he was allowed to do whatever he wanted. And they came back like that was a good thing. So I went online and I looked up. This lady's name is Megan St. Clair. One of the worst, like, things you could ever do to a kid is not hit it when it's hitting you. I think. And you don't have to knock it through a wall, but let it know that you're the, pow- you're the more powerful one. My dad would have. Oh, my dad, dad would have. been kn- one hand Look, restraint right across the I, mouth. And that's what I saw in this. Never once did they say, where's this kid's dad? He wasn't around. Mom was trying to, like, give him macaroni or an iPad every time he'd lose his mind. Like, here, what is it you need? Like, she's trying to give him the thing. He's, he's screaming and yelling. And uh, the second he started to pull the curtains off, like, he's like, screw this. And he's wrecking furniture. They called in two therapists that – I mean, how much more damaging would that be that two strangers came in out of nowhere and pinned you? <laughs> and it wasn't yeah. rough, but you're like, now this kid's just confused by
3: everything. Well, I don't know. Sometimes th- it, that restraint is effective. It, it was someone from the outside. It, it, but I'm, I'm not saying that was. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes someone from the outside, whether it's a teacher or whatever, yeah. gets through to that kid rather than the parents.
1: You, the problem is if your kid is not afraid of, of – House guests. He's going to punch house guests he just met. Right.
3: You're going to have that behavior, behavior over and over. You yeah. know
1: what her solution to that is? Rub his back. Oh, that ought to do it. <laughs> well, he's taking swings at people, go over there and rub his back. It's a calming thing. Well, why don't you just give it weed? But yeah, so I started pointing point at the TV. I'm like, well, here's, the, here's the problem Here is that kid's going to grow up completely unaware of consequences and then he's going to lash out. there's the issue not enough kids are getting smashed up against walls by their parents anymore dads i lean on you moms have taken over in child rearing and uh there's too much you know here's your ipad i I love you give it a whack
3: yeah i mean there's there are ways to do it without necessarily um you know the, the physical side of it is effective right it takes one you know for me it was a Spanked once or twice. That's when you know I don't like this. Yeah, there's consequences to my behavior. You don't have dad could just come. I mean, my dad could just come home. That's all it took. And it was dreading him coming home. All my mom
1: had to say was,
3: "I'll just tell you wait, tell your dad, tell your dad."
1: Uh, She would tell on
3: me. One thing I learned from
1: my mom is uh, rat a person you don't like out to a bigger person. They're going to hate it. I hated it. He was never mean. You don't have a crazy kid. But if she was pulling nails off of a stranger, I'm guessing you'd bounce her off a couple walls. I would hope you wouldn't just go up and rub her back. See, that thing you did to our house guest was horrible when you pulled her fingernails off. (laughs) Jeez. Think of that. You pulled her fingernails off. When you pulled that lady's fingers out, I was very disappointed in you. And I just want you to know that. Yeah, I know. Uh, Pulling fingernails off. The reason I did it is because I was trying to hurt her because she was bothering me. Yes, we know. And I'm very proud that you're not doing that right now. Oh. Okay, so I can do these things. And then you'll be proud of me. Oh, it was the worst. Look up Megan St. Clair. Give yourself a couple of videos there. And her comments, not a one person is in favor of her method of rubbing kids' backs while they try to pull your fingernails off. Pulling fingernails off, is an, I guess when I was growing up, that was an automatic head oh. into a wall. <laughs> I, well, you I, know I, what they do, allowed to, I wasn't allowed to
3: scratch. Um, a lot of times, uh, some people would go, okay, that's it. We can't control you. You're going we're, to, we're taken yeah. to a school.
1: You're going someplace special. Where Mom a boarding and Dad school. No, military no. school? You can't do that. You pull fingernails off in my house. I, don't, I think my sister would have been an only child had I ever pulled any guest, house guests' fingernails off. I, that's a pretty big rule at my house. I, I didn't even have to be told that. I was pretty sure that when Martha Richards came over with my mom and they were enjoying coffee, uh, I couldn't go over there and go, hey, Martha, and just give her a shove. And then when she tried to hold me back, I peel her fingernails off. I'm pretty sure that would have ended my life. I think Martha would have been allowed to kill me. I, I hate to do this to you, Marcy, but I'm gonna have to kill your child. He's pulling my fingernails off. I'll go ahead; he but deserves it. That's when I was like gun control. Just rub
3: him on his back.
1: Gun control is not going to matter at all. This kid's insane. You can't reason with that. You can't rub that kid's back. You know, he'd be rubbing his back after he shoots up the school. That's what because he, he's heading that way. Got more dads need to bounce kids off walls. That's my solution to this whole thing.
3: Had a hyperactive. Foster brother, Larry. Bounce him off the in wall. second grade, he would just, boom, he would lose it. Yeah. Go crazy. Well, I remember coming down one night, and my dad has him up against the wall. Good. L- lifted up and saying, until you calm down, you're not coming down By here. the throat, I
2: hope. Well,
3: no, he couldn't. He had him up by the... Underneath mm-hmm. the arms, pinning him down, yeah, don't basically. Don't Statue
2: of limitations is nah, You don't that. worry about you it. You, you can yeah, yeah, throw to the really kid. to be honest. Well, you couldn't throw to He's a <laughs> so, foster kid. <laughs> His so own tiny. parents didn't
3: love him. He was so tiny, that neck would snap. Yeah, right.
1: But and then, he has to know that. He's
3: too small. And the principal, the, you know, a week later, Sister Rita Claire,
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, he grabs her boobs out of a fit hair and boobs, oh. and she takes him by the back of the hair. Smashes and,
1: him in the, in the ground. Oh, yeah. Drags
3: him out of there, and he eventually...
1: I'm gonna. I'll go out on a limb and say we didn't have all the problems with school shootings and people losing their minds uh, with the generation of people that used to get ma- mashed up against walls when they did bad things. No, You used to be able to whack a kid around. We didn't have school shootings because you didn't want to see what your dad was going to do to you if you pulled that nonsense. And you would have been the and pointing out the crazy kid was easier back
3: then. With all the anti-bullying, oh yeah, going on, is that been has that been effective? Has it
1: worked? Has any of this worked? Has any of this don't spank them? Uh, quit yelling at your kids. Treat them like your friends. Has it worked? the better kids better? Is it is it working? Because the uh, news tells me it ain't. Your kids are horrible, and they're making the good kids like completely scared to death because they're not allowed to point out like the lunatic kids, Jesse. with three Jesses in my life. All of them were in. Well, now there's four because I know JD, but they were all the crazy kids, crazy Jesse down the street. And he wasn't allowed to be with us normal kids. He had to sit in a special classroom. It used to be he'd point them out, and they'd put them in other spots. Now they have to mingle with us. Crazy kids need to be pointed out. We need to point out. We need to be more judgmental, completely more judgmental towards kids. Parents need to recognize when their kids are assholes and stop blaming the teachers for saying your kid's an asshole, and then you blame the teacher for it. Uh-uh. Need to bring back lunatic class. We had lunatic class at Rhodes. Remember where it was? Oh, yeah. It was right in the middle. Yep. They built like a special room, and lunatics went in there. And there was a threat. Teachers were like, I'm going to send you over to special ed. And it was the last place you wanted to go. That's the glass room. Too. <laughs> that glass room yeah. of drooling nutjobs that lived in there. And they were like learning addition. And they were all like 14. They could barely do basic math because they were all crazy. And we used to point them out. Mm-hmm. That used to be a threat in school. Now it's like special ed is just for like mentally challenged kids. <laughs> Not just dickheads. It used to be dickhead class. That's stupid special, special ed class. I'm like, well, you're kind of acting like a dick, so I'm not shocked. And you used to send people away. You no, know, we need to do more of that. Got to quit quit letting everybody in society. They're not all worth it. And you know, there's a couple people at your office that you're like, that guy shouldn't be here. <laughs> we all have them. Special ed kids. And what, do they ever become like your office mates? I don't think anybody here was in special ed. Mm mm. Like, downstairs or anywhere in the building. I don't think we have any special ed kits. Well. Oh, we have a few that we probably yeah, yeah, should, should put be, in. Yeah, now, yeah, right. yeah. Like, Paul's service behavior. He would be sent to special ed. <laughs> Just on a few, like, minor pop-offs. It's hilarious. Like, I think Paul's a riot. Some people take it uh, crazy. He would be in special ed, and he, it would make him mad. <laughs> we need more of that. Judge, you need to be more judgmental of your own children. If they're pangendered. You should talk to them about how crazy that sounds at this age. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. But let's not talk about that. You know, let's stifle it. You're in second grade. Let's, yeah. let's back when enjoy I was a, life. Back when I was a kid, I didn't have to worry about my sexual escapades coming up here in about 15 years when I grew pubes. But you're like six. I think it's time you, you put all that away and not worry so much about whether you're pangender. And
2: uh, go out there and play some ball. Have, have a nice day outside.
0: I think I'm pangender. I think you're
1: six. I think that's not a thing yet.
2: Vincent Rodin. I remember when I was a kid, my mother and her friend beat my ass for talking S. Yeah. I learned real quick. Oh
1: yeah. I got uh my parents didn't give permission, but a neighbor asked permission of my parents if they could hit me. Because <laughs> I was acting like a dick in oh, their house. I'm gonna call your parents. They're like, may we reprimand him like no send him to us, we'll do it. This this family wanted to hit me and their son. Like, they were dying to do it. They <laughs> made a phone call to say, I got to hit him. I, I got permission first to see. And I, I was on the brink. I didn't know what, what the answer was going to be on the other end. Thank God it was just my parents going to hit me. But the these people wanted stay. to hit me. Oh, teachers used to be able to do it. But this, this person who lived down the road in uh, Poway, California, we broke a bunch of stuff off. Of, and uh, Tony Richards and his uh, mom uh, talked to his dad. And the dad called my mom and said, can we hit him? And they said no. Because they didn't know his methods. It wasn't because I didn't deserve it. They're like, I'm not so sure you know the proper striking rate. So like, we'll take care of that. We appreciate it. And I walked home, and it was three houses down, and it felt like I walked to the moon. It was the longest walk of my life. I was walking into a a beatdown.
2: And did you get jumped in the gang when you got home? I mean, did they beat your ass? Oh, no, they
1: were done. They were done. How embarrassing it was to get that call. My parents, you're not supposed to like your kids. You're supposed to. Train them to be people you like. Oh, it's crazy. But, yeah, you know, watching that Dr. Phil, I'm like, well, here's the problem. Nobody's mean to their kids anymore. So they're doing anything they want. And when they're 18, they don't understand that it's not going to work out for them. The world is just going to keep handing them everything. And sometimes you're going to be depressed and sad, and you've got to cope with it. You don't get a back rub. And if they miss their back rub, they go and fire away at everybody. It doesn't make sense. Ready to go home and hit Kirby today. They need just to give her experience all the emotions.
3: Yeah, you gotta, you got to be sad and miserable.
1: Like, and
3: experience this so you know what it is. How to get through it. Putting them on pills every time they
1: feel bad. and yeah. It's not working. It's just not working. And this segment brought to you by Dr. Lynn. Uh, <laughs> That's right. completely endorses oh, this episode. Sunrise Urology, the only place. You know how you uh, keep from beating your kids? You don't have one. Just every once in a while, just reach over and smack it. It's on dads. Moms are doing their job fine. You're supposed to coddle and make them feel like, you know, perfect. Moms do great. When there's no dad around to scream at you or do a thing. Even my dogs. They're... My dogs don't respond to Megan's, uh, like when she goes, Gordon, stop. It, the dog's like, All right, whatever. But when I'm like, Gordon, <gasps> everything just freezes. It's just the tone. And I don't do anything and to And like
3: they're like kids. They're like, kids. Yeah. Get away, whatever they can get away with exactly. sometimes.
1: Until they're like, ooh, there's
3: consequences.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway. Don't beat him, but hit him. Hit one right now. If you got kids right now, just go in, if it's not awake because it's summertime, it's probably not awake, best time to go in there and just look at him. and go, what did you do? And he'll confess. That he, you may not even know he didn't. He, they'll confess immediately. If
2: he, I know he did something.
1: He, you know he did something. He's like, what did you do? I just got a phone call. What did you do? What are you talking about? You know what you did going to tell me. Okay, well, we're just smoking some weed. Like, just re- whack him because he's going to tell you what he did wrong. He did something. You're in preschool. Knock it off. <laughs> Psycho moonies. Yeah. Are you pangender? Tell
0: me the truth! I don't know. I'm six.
1: Get mad at him for it. Rumor's going around you're pangender.
0: I don't even know what that is. Ah, You
2: better not
1: ever bring that up. A kid will stifle that for the rest of his life. Gold. And grow up the way we used to. With secrets. (laughs) That's the best way to go. Sure, you might have been gay your whole high school life, but you still asked jen eshelman out a couple of times just to keep it on the norm so nobody had any questions mom and dad weren't going to get mad at you then when you were 18 you had that weird thanksgiving and you told everybody and everything was fine we need those old days back this new way doesn't work everybody's getting shot uh what do you got on the big board of musical treats
2: wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at action ride shop uh the weather was amazing yesterday I, i went out uh hit up uh the War Paint Trail over there on uh, at South Mountain. I don't know that yeah, one. Yeah, it was war good. Paint? Yeah, it's the other side of Desert Classic. We're still
1: allowed to have that oh, as yeah. a name.
2: It's a street name.
1: It's war over there. Paint? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Isn't that the same as like Chief Nakahoma? We're not allowed to say
2: War Paint. Look, Chief, it's still named that war way. You want me to do? But <laughs> yeah, so I was I'm out there. Thrilled that, yeah. with it. Oh, I'm yeah. just, just shocked it's a I thing. Because
3: you, you could still there's still a tomahawk. Yeah. yeah,
1: I got a guy making me an authentic tomahawk right now. you really out of the blue contacts a. Megan says, "I make tomahawks." She sends a few pictures over. Listen to the show all the time with your husband, in a tomahawk, and Megan. Do you want one? I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> I saw them. They're the real tomahawks. They're the. They're not like tied to a stick tomahawks with a rock. This dude's making those.
2: It's not awesome. the gift shop right. tomahawks.
1: Yeah, it's not a gift shop okay. tom. This is like the legit one. Like, what's the purpose of owning it? I don't know. It's, it's cool chopping wood. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna go out and chop some trees down. Why do you want that? I don't, I don't have one. That's why. That's a sign of success. Is that I don't have a tomahawk? One tomahawk, please, and then you get it, and you're like, I've done something well with my life. Dude wants to make me a tomahawk. I think tomahawks are okay, but like uh, scalpum road and <laughs> war. Paint. Yeah, that's different. When you're war paint about sounds your- like I don't know. It sounds like it's going to get on a list someday. But I like that war paint trail stuff. Yeah, I know. So
2: anyway, so and then I had to run over there to Action yesterday. They were opened up. Had to get that's the bike awesome. tuned up and everything, and they. Best wrenches in town. If you're looking for a new bike, they're getting them all in stock. Santa Cruz, Pivot, Ibis, Kona, you name it, they're going to have it in all price ranges too. So don't just think it's just high end. If you just yeah. want a beach cruiser to cruise around on, they got you covered. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to get it. I uh, got some Kenny Loggins in here. What? Danger Zone, oh, hanging yeah. with the boys from Maverick, uh, Sepultura, Deftones, Metallica, Exodus, Avenged Sevenfold, Hole, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, but uh, tonight, terrors in town.
1: Oh, that is tonight.
2: Tonight over at the Crescent. Wow.
1: Damn it. Okay.
2: so uh gotta do some juggling. Yeah. Got Betrayer on here. All right. The
1: great song. We'll do yeah. a little terror. Concert Psyching Rock for uh, terror. And it's a 45-minute show, even with their new stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, Well, I mean, they'll play for like 45 minutes, and then the openers will play for like half. I mean, you're probably in and out of there in an hour, hour and a half, half tops. you got 90
1: yeah. minutes of yeah. entertainment. It's like a Vegas show. They want you in and out in 90 minutes. It's gold. Where is it again? Uh, Crescent. Crescent Ballroom. Tickets Ball. still available. No, not me. I'll be there. Yeah, Brett's going to go. Damn it, I totally forgot about this. I have a dinner I have to go what? to. What? Yes. Well, no. you didn't remind me. I reminded you last week. I know, but not today. <laughs> or yesterday when I was agreeing to that dinner. Who's it with? Uh, Stebbings, but it's a, it's t- uh, it's you a know time it's him? 20 him. years, 30 years. It's all good. he's don't even start 40 years. Almost 40. <laughs> <Goosh>. <laughs> Just bring him. Uh, oh, yeah, he'd, he'd enjoy terror.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't even tell you what we're doing. It's uh, his... His dog, Lucy, is Jack Ham's sister, and it's their birthday.
3: Memorial? <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> well, they ordered, like, uh, party favors and stuff.
2: Oh, come on!
1: <laughs> so We're you're going to do a dog party I'm instead of go Well, it's early. We'll get out of there and maybe I can go see Terror after.
3: But it's dogs. a tall order. It's a That's big a one. order. it's a big night. Oh. Oof.
1: Wow. I'm going to have to have a nap.
2: Well, maybe this song will talk you. All
1: right. Well, I want to go. I just totally, completely, and utterly forgot about it. Damn it! But it's Jack Ham's birthday, and his sister Lucy, and they really like getting together. (laughs) You can't even say like Lucy's coming. Huge dog. He stands in the window (laughs) when you say you sissy Lucy's coming, and he like. And our cat's name was Lucy, and it didn't didn't care about that Lucy. He knows like Lucy's coming over. He's, he literally stands in the window and just looks outside for like 20 minutes. And then he gets depressed when she does. So who's show. hosting the party? Man, I Speechless. think it's at Mark's house because they got a, they're doing all the decorating. <laughs> they bought their dogs. Decorate. They ain't going to know if their birthday's today, I, I, tomorrow, I, or the next yeah, day. I know, but this, that's the point. I th- it, it, the birthday was Saturday, and we couldn't get together until. And then they said, how about tomorrow? Because Kristen, uh, the uh, Mark's wife, uh, ordered a bunch of party favors. And I knew not, you they were going to bail out on the I, d- I'm not I bailing out. I knew you were bailing out. I, uh, just gotta, I knew it. Uh, it's just like last time they It starts at 10
2: o'clock. Hey, the
3: dog There's party would be over that, way uh-huh. before. Dog pan gender party? You can <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. And sometimes I just give Jack a whack on the hey, Knock it off. I treat him like a, I'm a good dad, but, uh, oof. All right, let me see what I can arrange. All right. I am have to get out of this party a little early because I missed terror last time. I, I, yeah, ugh, this is tough. This is hard. Too many things. I got too many things on the docket. I wonder how many other people are going to terror tonight and have to, uh, Scheduled around their dog's uh, super birthday party. I'm going
2: to go take a safe bet on this one. Uh, <laughs> super super same game parlay is saying none. <laughs> super sweet third birthday. All right. No, I agreed to go see Terror
1: already. Oh, all right. Well, this will do. Uh, Concert Psyching Rock. That's the whole yeah. point of this. We'll get this together. Don't forget also in about 30 minutes, we're going to give you another word uh, so you guys can load up and get ready for the man cave, which is just a couple weeks away. Uh, we'll give that away in a little bit too. So uh, be prepared on that. It's Terror tonight. Right after Jack and Lucy's third birthday party, oh, rock geez. out with some terror.
2: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> the
1: Cres- gotta go to the Crescent Ballroom. I gotta see Terror.
0: He's <sniffs> a good boy. He's <laughs> a birthday boy. <sniffs> Daddy's gotta go to
1: Terror. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's Terror. It's your wake-up song. It's ninety-eight. Ah, I forgot.
0: It's not weird.
3: It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I've heard enough of this.